Great. Um, do you guys want any suggestions? Maybe that's for the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, your new suggestion is stop sign. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Do you think when the, these times people are buying more cars or realizing that they don't really like need to go anywhere and selling them? Is it a seller's market? What does that even mean? I think it's a buyer's market because people are selling their cars. Because um, people realize they don't need them anymore? I think so. Hold on one second. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. What's up, freaks? Whoa. Whoa. I, I, I told you, I'm trying out new new greetings. We're going to find one that sticks. Maybe that one is it. Maybe not. We'll see next week. All right. Stay uh, tuned to find out. Hi, CJ. Uh, no, say hi, CJ. This is the <laughs> show where game? we talk over TV shows and movies. It shows them by our guests, and this week we watch Documentary Now. There you go. Got it. We watched the very first episode, the one that started it all. Yes. Which is called? Uh, Sandy Passage or something? Is that right? Nailed it. Yeah, Nailed it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Are, have you, are you driving more or less right now, Siege? That's the thing. I like n- never drive, though, bef- even in the before times. My, my car is used to go visit my folks, go to the grocery store, and uh, years ago or a year ago, play hockey. And that was about it. Okay. Haven't been playing hockey in forever. Been making decent trips out to see my folks. And that's about it. And now sometimes I don't even, I just like walk to a Target for grocery shopping. So I don't yeah. use it for that. Yeah, I just use it for grocery shopping. I think that's it. I mean, besides, yeah, visiting my parents. Yeah. Haircuts maybe too, but that's it. Haircuts? Uh, see, I'm getting, I'm getting free haircuts. Get that homegrown my haircut. My lovely girlfriend. Yes. That's right. Wow, woman of many talents. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> It's so easy once you make the decision to basically just like buzz most of your hair off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, have a quarter life crisis, have a pandemic hit, then decide to buzz off all your hair. Right. You know, like most 30 year olds. <laughs> Should we bring on our guest? What do you think? Yeah, do it. This week, we're so happy to have her back. We're once again, you know her as the person who started a change.org petition to get on the show. <laughs> it's Julia Sullivan. Hi, guys. Wow, she came back. back. Let me explain. Let me explain why I came back. Um, (laughs) Please. Warrants an explanation. Okay. So CJ very astutely pointed out um, that I was the last in-person guest of Overtalking Talk. That's right. Before everything went to hell in a handbasket. So I figured we would just try to Freaky Friday this shit. (laughs) And reverse the the conditions of the world think I think that's exactly what happened. It was so unnatural that I came on this podcast that... uh, (laughs) Virus broke out. Racism is back. <laughs> yeah, back and better Full than swing. ever. Yeah. yeah, who knew? Um, what else? Unemployment is up. So I'm sorry, everyone, and um, we'll give you warning before I come on next time, so you can, you know, take that last trip. Uh, you know, hug your loved ones. Prepare a bunker. Pre- right, exactly. <laughs> before the next wave. So. Fingers crossed that, yeah. you know. Wow. We appreciate you taking accountability. That's very nice of you. Oh, yeah. At least yeah. someone's stepping up. That's that's good. And it's not going to be us. No, definitely not. Yeah. And that's why I'm running for president. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but thanks yeah. for having me back. I'm, I'm excited to to talk to anyone. So. Yeah. We, we figured, yeah, it, it was kind of a crazy realization because that it does feel like years ago at this point. <laughs> Truly. Uh, 
even though it was, I think, March or something like that, which is just nuts. And we figured this time, yeah, we need to, you need to have a, a proper episode since, since the last time was kind of, kind of a hybrid episode. We just talked about my birthday show where we got roasted. That's time. right. Roasted our asses. Um, kill. People still talk about that, by the way. Like anytime uh, that comes up, they, they specifically call your part out. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It was, it was amazing. I'm not making that up. I think that that came up that did. I think that came up like a week ago in conversation because somebody was saying that I think them having dinner before that show was like one of their last times going out to eat in general. <laughs> and then that got brought up and they specifically mentioned like, Oh man, uh, Julia's part. You guys just got destroyed. It was amazing. <laughs> Very nice. That that was the last time I felt any happiness whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, live entertainment. I know. Live again. And the end of the crowd. The- we really fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, I, I've ruined two theaters now. <laughs> What's the second one you ruined? R.I.P.I.O. Oh, you t- oh you ruined that one also? I, wow. I assume so. I got a text from Tyler DeLoach that asked if I had been to I.O., recently when they decided to close yeah well he was blaming we're all taking responsibility on this podcast (laughs) have you have you like even attempted to do anything comedy related in the recent times or any anything like that no i haven't okay gotcha we'll we'll move on oh can we need you come back (laughs) oh yeah okay it's time no please Um, please answer sorry me oh No, no, you're not. Not at all. Um, no, I've been trying to like write some stuff, but nothing really feels funny right now. So mm. yeah, hard yeah. to find motivation or humor in any of this. Yeah, exactly. What about you, CJ? Are you, are you itching to do a, a I, job show? You know, I, I'm, I'm definitely getting the itch. However, I feel like it won't go well. <laughs> You know what, CJ, CJ and over talking pod Christmas show over zoom. I'm manifesting that right now. Okay. <laughs> <That'd be fun. laughs> we'll make it work. We could have like, Oh, that's true. With a zoom show, we could have people just easily like join and drop off if they wanted to like yeah, a round robin. Of, that's true. Yeah. People. Wow. Think about it. Dang. All right. <laughs> I have been, I have been like watching some, watching other people attempt mm-hmm. to do improv or comedy. How's it go? Well, usually one person starts talking and the other person responds and then a scene is formed and got an eye roll. Okay. Eye roll. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 We can demonstrate. Yeah. We, can we get a suggestion? No. Um, uh, it's there. There are some that are pulling it off. I, I think the ones, or I think a key is like, I feel like it'd be impossible to have more than, a handful of people, more than like three people or four. I I don't get how that would work. It'd be too much going on. But I have done, I've been watching, you know what? I'll give a shout out to, to How You Been with Brett DeMont, which is on Twitch at twitch.tv slash it's John Mackey. He does just like a, a podcast where it's him and a guest and streams it on Twitch. And oh, those cool. are very funny where they just, you know, they put on a wig and a fake mustache and they're all of a sudden you're a character. Wow. So, I've been enjoying that. But yeah, Im- improv itself, like doing actual scenes, uh, Paul F. Tompkins and Lauren Lapkus do one at the beginning of each month. Those have been okay. Ups and downs. Yeah, it's hard. Because then you just got to troubleshoot all the, the tech issues too. Like it, there, there's usually a delay. There's usually, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, improv just, 
does not translate over recording in any medium. So, you know, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. So it was a good run, (laughs) good run for improv. It's dead and gone. RIP. Yeah. Yeah. It's canceled. It's canceled. It's dead. We're all moving on with our lives. Yeah. (laughs) Where where do we go from here? What's the new, what's the new comedy form that uh, I'm supposed to get into now? Now that I have nothing. It's canceled. So I think you just get into horror like me now. I think that's oh, okay. I think that's the only option. Yes. Horror like this episode of Documentary Now. Yeah. Wow. I was very surprised. We'll we'll talk about Documentary Now and more coming up in the Over Talking Podcast. Good evening. I'm Helen Mirren, and you're watching Documentary Now. For the past 50 years, Documentary Now has presented audiences with the world's most thought-provoking cinema. This season, to celebrate our golden anniversary, we take a look back at the films that helped shape, change, and innovate the world of documentary. Filmmakers Larry and Abraham Fine believed the key to crafting a documentary was to observe, not to direct. In 1975, they observed the world of Big Vivi and Little Vivi Van Kimpton in the seminal classic, Sandy Passage. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast uh, and we promised last week to go through our reviews because um, it's been like two years since we've done that. Uh, so let me just pull that up right now. Okay. 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 Yep. All right. Let me just uh, scroll and. What's it looking like? What do we got? Yeah. Uh, literally no new reviews in two oh, okay. whole years. Okay. Cool. <laughs> great. Awesome. Great. Very cool. Thanks for guys for keeping that up. And uh, uh, <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, we, we do have an email um, and you can email us at overtalkingpod.gmail.com. This email is from our, I'm going to say good friend, which might be a stretch, Charlene Johnson. That's definitely a stretch. Okay. And for those who aren't very, very longtime listeners, how do I describe Charlene? She has a daughter named Hannah who is a listener of the show. At some point, Charlene got her hands on our email address. She may have even left a voicemail, I think, at one point. Yeah, I think a couple, actually. Yeah, Yeah. left a couple voicemails. Um, Charlene, from what I can tell, is not the best with technology. And I think this email was sort of describe why that is. The, the, The subject of this email is my password. And it starts out with boys, comma. I have forgotten my password to my email. Dot, 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 space, dot, 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 space, dot, 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 space, dot, dot, dot. But now I remembered it. Oh, that's good. Oh, hence the, hence the email, I think. How do you feel about this COVID nonsense? I, for one, think perhaps we are taking it too seriously, but also Hannah says I'm not allowed out for a sandwich. I would, I would have to agree with, okay. uh, with Hannah. Her wishes, dot, dot, dot. I will stay safe. God bless. Hope you are too, dot, dot, dot. Okay, so we're... Okay. She's being cordial, at least. I think we pissed her off at one point. I can't remember how or when or why, but... Yeah, hopefully she I feel like either. that sounds right. That, that seems like something we would do. Yeah, I mean... I th- don't think it's going to take much to set Charlene off, but that's okay. <laughs> Not allowed out for a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's worth it. Yeah. I mean, you can have things delivered to you. True. True. Just listen to Hannah. Just don't go off for a sandwich. Yeah. That'd have to be a mighty good sandwich. That should be CDC's new like guideline is like, don't go off for a sandwich. Don't go off for a sandwich. That's their new slogan. Or all the logos. It's a picture of a sandwich with like the line through it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> But then maybe people would ask, well, like, oh, that sign just says I can't have grilled cheese sandwiches. I'm going out for a ham and cheese sandwich. That's allowed, right? 
Mm. Ah, politics. Well, just no sandwiches, period. I mean, Hannah, Hannah needs to step in with some technology. We have Uber Eats, we have Grubhub, we have yeah. You know, Hannah could conceivably go get the sandwich, but... Um, why, why can't they just make this at home, too? I don't understand why this needs to even come from outside of the home. Some, things that you get for, from takeout just taste better. Exactly. And I understand that. Um, I get that. I understand that, but in terms of the COVID nonsense, I can't get over that. She, no, she needs to watch the news. <sighs> yeah. To, maybe a different news station. I think we know what news station she's mm. watching. Maybe a different one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Stay safe, Charlene, I guess. Unless you're voting in November. Which yeah. <laughs> uh how do we so we know hannah will be listening to this oh god establish that she is how old is hannah is hannah voting age yet hannah is in oh she might be i believe she was in high high school maybe maybe so she might wow you guys have high school fans i i can't remember this was established a a year or two ago (laughs) So maybe by now she is. Well, yeah. if, you, if you're able to vote and you're not leaning the political direction of your mother, uh, please get out there. Hannah, you know what to do. You know who to vote for. Come on. <laughs> or just read a goddamn article. You don't yeah. need to. Hannah, tell your mom to read a goddamn book for once, okay? Make sure it's a credible news source and not some Russia stuff. Exactly. Well, anyway, best well, wishes my... to both of them. I think she is a good friend. If anyone's reaching out during the pandemic is a good friend. So yeah. that is true. You, Charlene. So Hannah, did that make up for me what I said earlier? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is, get, this is getting too real for me. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about something that's also kind of real, which is documentaries. Uh, <laughs> we, we watched documentary now. We did. Yes. Julia, we're going to go ahead and put 30 seconds on the clock. If you could describe this episode of documentary now for listeners who have never seen it before. Sure. Ready? Go. Okay, this episode of Documentary Now is a parody of Grey Gardens, the 1975 documentary. It stars, this version stars Big Vivi and Little Vivi, um, who are former socialites who are living in squalor, essentially. There's a documentary crew following them around, and they turn out to be capable of more than we think. No spoilers. Five, four, three. It's very funny also. One. Nice. So this was a this is a parody of an actual uh, documentary. Did it take the same turn in that as well? <laughs> no. Okay. No. For anyone who hasn't seen Grey Gardens, this version is very similar in terms of like the personalities of these women. They're actually um, Jackie Onassis's aunt and cousin, um, which is an interesting um, huh. turn of that. But no, they they don't end up. Um, murdering anyone but that's that's the satire because the way that they speak in the documentary is so similar to like how they how they are in this version that um the real parody is the is the horror twist at the end yeah i definitely appreciated that i was i was going through and i was like oh this is funny bill Hader. yeah okay and then I uh, like that and then it was basically a found footage horror film by the end and that was awesome <laughs> so I, I really appreciated that Ken, have you seen any of these episodes? <laughs> no. Really? I, okay. I pulled I pulled this up on Netflix. Apparently, I got halfway through this episode at one point and stopped before the turn. <gasps> uh, and so <laughs> that's that's where it was left off. Obviously, I started over, but... Wow. 
Yeah, no, it was really funny. Uh, I'll probably watch a couple more. I mean, they're really short. The show is so um, brilliantly done. And I think because like you can enjoy it without having seen the documentaries that they're parodying, I think that's like really difficult to to pull off. And it's just, I love it because that this show to me is like, why you try to like get on SNL and like do well and get recognition is to like just make a show that's like fucking around with your friends and that's what this feels like to me I think they don't they didn't expect anyone to watch it they don't care if anyone watches it like this was for them so I that's why I enjoy it so much I think yeah yeah this aired on IFC so I'm sure they weren't expecting this to get a whole lot of traction but of course now it's on Netflix yeah so hopefully a more wider audience is getting exposure Ken, with this being your first time, sort of uh, your endeavor with this, I'd like to give some honorable mentions to to other episodes, and and Julie, on your opinion on on these particular ones as well. Okay. Um, the Blue Jean Committee. Okay. That episode is fantastic. Um, I've watched it multiple times. There are some thick Chicago accents, so I'm already on board. It's about a band, and I'm not going to spoil too much, but. They, they're in a band and the band has their differences and, and Bill Hader and Fred Armisen split up, um, which is established very early on. That one's very good. And then also, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the last episode in season three. It's the bowling one, which has the guy who played Dexter from Dexter. Okay. Um, and it has Tim Robinson, who I love. That oh. bowling one is so good as well. And that's based on a, a real guy and stuff. Cool. Oh, and uh, uh, Bobby Moynihan is in that one as well. Oh, okay. I, I've watched a fair amount of documentaries, so I'm kind of excited to go through and see which ones parody which ones and see if there's any that maybe I've seen the actual one of because I, th- I think that would be cool to... Or maybe I'd get more of the inside jokes there too. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's a cool concept for a show. But yeah, well, I'm glad you guys liked it because I... Uh, definitely agonized over what to pick. So I'm glad it. (laughs) We got the comedy and we got the horror. So yes, that was perfect. Nice. perfect. What what are your other, uh, honorable mentions, Julia, as far as the show? Um, I really like the, the parody of the bunker, which is Stephanopoulos and James Carville. It's a parody of like the documentary they did about Bill Clinton's campaign. Um, I really enjoyed that one a lot. I also like the Thin Blue Line parody from this first season. That's like about a about a murder, a guy wrongfully accused of, of murder. Um, Which so one is that? It's the one where, so Bill Hader is like in the orange jumpsuit. He like got caught for something else, but then he framed like Fred Armisen for killing a man. And it has the one with like, they're at like the car dealership and it has like the, what's that? What's that thing that like- The wacky wave and inflatable arm playing yeah, man. Yeah, do you remember that one? I don't. Maybe I didn't watch that one. I hmm. I haven't se- I know I have not seen every single episode, but I thought I at least made it through seasons 1 and 2. I that one's not ringing a bell though. I liked that one a lot. That was written by John Mulaney, so maybe that's mm. why mm. I like it so much. There's a, yes. a voice cameo of him. He's not in it, but yeah. Nice. Love me some John Mulaney. I was just listening to he was on a I think it's called The Good Ones, uh podcast explaining oh, yeah. The, the sack lunch bunch, a sketch from that. Oh, nice. Which I assume you've probably seen, Julia. I have seen. I, um, that one, did it, that, I was not the audience for that. Uh, no. But um, no, but I'm a big fan. New in Town is my, is my jam. It's my favorite stand-up special. Is New yeah, in Town. that's a good one. Yeah, but he, he can do no wrong. So another Chicago one. Yes. 
yeah. we love our Chicago boys. Definitely. Julie, so what what was your thinking behind this? Why why exactly did you choose this show? That's a good question that I knew was going to be asked and I was trying to think of a good answer. <laughs> um, I think we love because, to meet a fan. Yeah, I think because um, I remember watching this like when it first came out, which I think was like five years ago, like alone in my bedroom, like in the dark and fully belly laughing. And that's my like bar for something being very funny to me is like laughing at it alone. Um, And I just, every time, like even, I've probably seen it 10 times. And even just now watching it, the line that makes me laugh so much is when um, uh, little Vivi is like, calls for Barry to like bug spray her. And she talks about being in um, the chorus and she's like, and I was too tall and too talkative. And I would say things like, don't trust him or um, this is slow rewrite. I was always calling for rewrites. And <laughs> don't trust him or this is slow rewrite. That, I don't know why, but that just, that line kills me. Like the delivery of it. I just, I love this episode. I don't know why, but I could. I just love it the like outfits that bill Hader is wearing like yeah good sweatpants <laughs> everything on his head is not anything that you would typically wear on your head like he no, starts out with sweatpants and he says oh the legs act as like a scarf what always kills me with this one is uh the physical humor of bill Hader falling through like multiple stories of a yeah. floor <laughs> because it's such a rundown home and that like yeah lands on the kitchen table while Fred Armisen is sitting at the kitchen table eating and is more pissed off that ceiling got in her food than she is about like the hole or anything like that. And she was just eating like a plate of like loose lima beans, I think. Is yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Lima beans. Iconic. Yeah. These lines are just, and also like in watching it again, like the parallels of my life in quarantine and this <laughs> episode are like disturb like disturbing like um you know not seeing anyone telling the cops to fuck off like you know getting groceries delivered you know like all of these things are just I'm like wow this is you know she like wants to be an actress or whatever and I think like the real the real person who's little little Edie is her real is her name but um she like wanted to be an author in New York and now she's like I'm like oh no at least I have a good relationship with my mom so we don't have that but (laughs) (laughs) lots of parallels we're all kind of living in gray gardens right now it feels like it's very true yeah Yeah. I think uh warning signs will be if you start to own like seven cats I'll I'll as a friend I'll step in and and say something when it gets to that point okay thank you yeah That'd be great. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> we actually at my parents' house, they had um, a raccoon infestation like two years ago. Oh, no. <laughs> and to, like, get the raccoons like out of our attic or whatever, the animal control. And my mom sent me a video um, of them like taking the raccoons away in all these cages. And she's like, get out of here, raccoon. Like she like ah. loves this episode. She knows that I love it. Um, so, yeah. That's great. That is good. Did your mom throw food at it? Yeah, it's like <laughs> trying to get them to go away. I don't think so, but uh, um, she might have tried. I don't know. Yeah, please let me know if I have any, you know, snakes in my bathtub or anything like that. Okay. Yeah, we'll do. Need help? Yeah. If I, yeah, if I, uh, if I'm invited over and see uh, bologna slices on the fridge, that'll be right. a, a warning sign as well. <laughs> yeah, our, for sure. Our secret picture books. 
<laughs> yeah, that, yes. that are secret but out in the open. Yeah, and that, and that we oh, acknowledge. We don't open this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny to watch it, um, Ken. That's funny that that was your first time. If you watch it again, you can see like much more of that, like building up. And there's even a flash mm-hmm. where they go to like the the grocery boy um, Barry, and it like cuts to like it has weird cuts in it, but yeah, um, foreshadow kind of what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. I just. I want to know what she did, what Barry did to like piss them off. Right. Um, yeah. What's, what's the last straw that makes them finally be like, all right, I we're think done it, with you. I assumed it was because they want to have sex with Bill Hader and the mom doesn't like that. Right. Or, or it, that's the perceived thing going on. I don't know. I, and my thoughts were the mom is, isn't that involved with this. I, I, I thought it was Bill Hader's character is the one like capturing them and, and putting them in the dungeon and stuff like that. Yeah. The mom doesn't really seem to move around a lot. (laughs) Yeah. No, but yeah. Another reason I picked this is because I think about Fred Armisen singing the song Pitter Patter maybe once a month. So (laughs) I think it's always percolating. It's just my heart, what does it matter? Dreams are dreamt and then they shatter. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter. lovely. Yeah, the the mom in this big movie has some good, like, physical comedy bits, too. Like, the, the throwing the food at the raccoon and the, um, the fishbowl of... Uh, <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is so like good. hilarious. And then the um stuff with when the corn. she's showing the the corn when he's showing the um the photos and like just piling them on top of her is <laughs> yeah. um pretty funny also. Yeah, lots of lots of good bits there for Fred to play. Yeah, her sleeping with her eyes open. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then another sweet. thing I didn't I caught on this last watch is like um when the camera, the brother who's not killed, spoiler alert, is like upstairs, it has their names like written on the wall, like Mrs. Um, Mrs. Fine. Maybe whatever, fine. Yeah. So I didn't realize they were going to be, they were already planned victims. So yeah. RIP to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do like that though. Yeah. Bill, Bill Hader's character, every chance they get being like, well, you know, they were in love with me and that's why <laughs> that right. it could work out. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Even to the, the cops looking for a missing person. <laughs> like, well, you know that boy was in love with me. Oh, that's Anthony. Mother, look, it's Anthony. Do you remember him? Of course I remember him. Not senile. He wanted to have sex with me. He, he most certainly did not. How do you know, mother? Yeah, exactly. Just like this harassment. And then, of course, the, the famous flag dance, which is... In the real Great Gardens um, documentary. Oh, okay. Oh, it is. Oh, dang. Yeah. It looked like he was on the brink of cracking up during that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, so many times. It's very funny. Yeah, there's a whole... I watched a couple of scenes from Great Gardens, and there's a whole thing where she literally says... The, the real woman, the daughter, says the line. She's like, and mom got rid of him in 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I thought like... Seth Meyers wrote, like, he didn't have to do anything there. It was literally like, transcribing the original um, <laughs> documentary, I guess. So, yeah, lots to work with. <laughs> yeah, it makes that's a, I don't know any background to this, like, how they find 
documentaries to parody or like which one, like what's their selection process like where they're like, oh, well, this one we're for sure doing. This is obvious. Or like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, there's there's a couple interviews. This is so nerd. I'm fully admitting my nerdiness on this public platform. But um, there's a there's an IFC panel um, on YouTube with them. And there's also a 92nd Street Y conversation with them kind of about that. And they talk about how they like how they pick those things and kind of what goes into into the the filming and the production and all that. And um, something interesting from that is that um, nothing from this episode was improvised. Um, I figured they just like riffed back and forth and got those, those gems, but um, no, those were all written by the one and only Seth Meyers. So dang. Wow. Yeah. So everyone, everyone in the comment, everyone can leave reviews now to fully ridicule me for my, um, (laughs) my obsession with this episode. (laughs) <laughs> I, I was actually going to say, I think that's that's a 92nd Street Y video I have not seen. I've, I've watched several other ones. I've yeah, watched the one great. where Mulaney is interviewing Bill Hader for Barry, mm-hmm. which don't don't watch that one if you have not seen the show, Barry, because it's full of spoilers. But yeah. if you have seen Barry, I've rewatched that 92nd Street Y video like three times because they, at the end of it, they're taking questions from the audience. So, of course, it goes off to like SNL type questions, things like that. Yeah. But the whole, uh, the whole interview, the whole Q&A, which is like three-fourths of the video or something like that, is just Mulaney and Bill Hader trying to make each other laugh and like not giving a shit about the audience or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's very funny. I, I, yeah, I, if it hasn't been obvious already, I will watch anything those two people do. <laughs> Yeah, that's I love that interview also. And like the the interviews for this where it's like Fred and um Seth Meyers and Bill Hader, it's like them answering maybe three questions and just doing bits the rest of yeah. the time. So um <laughs> it can be very annoying and you can tell that the moderator is like annoyed, but um <sighs> it's very, very fun. Just like knowing that, you know, a bunch of friends got to like make a show that they yeah. wanted to do is just that's amazing. That's yeah. the dream. Yeah, there is hope in this world. Yeah, but comedy's dead now. So yeah, but it's canceled. Never yeah. happen again. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm glad some people got to enjoy. <laughs> while it lasted. Yeah, exactly. While it lasted. So. <laughs> well, speaking of comedy being dead, it's time to move on to probably the least funny portion of our show. It's time for. Uh, that's right. This is the portion of the show where we pit our guests and CJ head to head to see who knows the most about what we watch in a. Duel to the death trivia battle. Oh, so the death this time. Okay. Yeah. So when are you guys going to die? Uh, Julia, oh, CJ, God. are you two ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Now. Yeah. Uh, it was very hard to write trivia for this show that I had never seen before. Um, mm-hmm. That also is different every episode. So <laughs> yep. not a whole lot of questions here, but we'll see how this goes. First question. How many primetime Emmy awards has this show won? You both can guess. Wow. Whoever gets zero. Yeah, I was going to say one in hopes that they maybe got one. Okay. Uh, Julia is correct. Uh, <laughs> okay. There have been none. All right. I just do that for everything we watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many awards? Usually yeah. zero. Yeah. Um, how many has it been nominated for, though? Ooh, okay. How many There's awards or how many? Primetime Emmy awards. Okay. There's been three seasons, so I'll say maybe they got like... Two. I'm okay. gonna say four. Four is closer. They've been nominated for six. 
Oh, for all just in season three. Oh, nice. Dang. Yeah, season three is the highest rated out of all of them. Apparently. That's the one I didn't get into, honestly, because oh. I think because Bill's not on it. Oh. Celebrity crush, but whatever. Oh. Okay. I didn't even realize that. Was he shooting Barry or something? He was doing Barry and okay. It Too and all that. He's too big. Star stuff, yeah. yeah. Too big for his friends, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't spoken to Seth or Fred since, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. I read oh, that. A real follow it up. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, it cut ties completely. So weird. Bad ending. I wonder what happened. <laughs> Just fame does that to you, I think. Yeah. You get too big. <laughs> All right. Next question. What was the original title for the show documentary now? And I have multiple choice for this. Was it A American Documentary? B documentary current? <laughs> C documentary colon a history. Or D world documentary. Hmm. Um, I feel like documentary current is a strong contender. <laughs> I, did, I did like that one. I'm going to say, I'll say uh, whatever, history, colon history. Of I was Documentary say, colon a history. I was yeah. going to say that one as well. Okay. Uh, you're both wrong. <laughs> it was, okay. uh, uh, the first one, American documentary. Mm. Working title. I thought there were documentaries that weren't in America. Yeah, that's why that threw me off. Well, maybe that's why they changed the title too. Ah. Maybe America first. We all know that. <laughs> right. Yep. yep. First and only. And yeah, fuck everyone Charlene else. knows that. <laughs> first and only and the best. First and yeah. only. All right. And potentially final question. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage Closest without going over, for those who don't know, this is the critic score on Rotten Tomato, and this is for the entire show. The entire show. Uh, Julie, I'm going to have you go first because you're winning. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, God. I'm going to say 87%. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I was going to go along. Does it break 90, do we think? I will go with 88 88 is closer. It's 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty good. Yeah, good for them. And good for you, CJ. Price is right rules. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yep. Finally got a point on the board. Feels good. Well, I got two three wrong. So (laughs) wait, who's who's the winner? Julia's the winner. Hey! So (laughs) I don't think that's right. I think they're tied. Whatever. We okay, both got so several so rounds. Do you want me to kill you now or later? Or yeah, we... preferably after the credits roll. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's get through the episode and then, yeah, you can just off on them. Okay, great. You have to take over a spot on the show, though. Wow. Are you able to make that commitment? <laughs> um, right now? I, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I yeah, I wouldn't be either. Uh, <laughs> maybe don't you got sandwiches to order. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have lots of emails to respond to. <laughs> Well, I think that means it's time for ratings. 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 Julia, on a scale of one to 10, what would you rate documentary now for you? As a whole, the whole series. Yeah. And then Um, maybe also just this episode separately. Yeah. I'll say, I'm going to say an eight and a half out of 10. Solid. I think it's great. They did lose me a little bit in the third season, not going to lie. And for this episode, uh, I'll give the episode a nine out of 10. Nice. Another ten. For what? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> cool, CJ. I'm inclined to agree. I th- this show is very funny and very well written, and 
plenty of the episodes, I had no idea what the original documentary was. And that's fine. You can still watch all of them and they still are great. I think, yeah, I, you know what? I think I'm just going to copy Julia. That sounds good. Eight and a half for the, the show and uh, nine for this episode. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I can only rate the episode, but I liked it. It's not what I would typically watch, but I, I did uh, enjoy the twist. If it was all just the first part, I probably would have rated it a little bit lower, but I, I did like that it had like a wrapped up story. So that was cool. Are they all like that, by the way? Do they all take like a turn no. at some point now yeah um <laughs> disappointed okay got yeah it. seven that's for me. totally fair it's a very niche show and it's not for everybody and yeah. that's why it has very a very limited audience so you know, yeah. it, you know i think it's still cool. worth at least dipping in or probably maybe picking some of the best ones um yeah Especially now that it's on Netflix, what do you got going on? Everybody's right. stuck at home watching Netflix. And they're right. like 24-minute episodes. So yeah. They're short. Small. But there are so many good documentaries out right now. Mm-hmm. I just, like real documentaries, I I don't know. I just, I've been watching a lot of those, I feel like. Inquiry. Watch these instead. You don't need Watch to be these actually, instead. Okay. What, what documentaries have you been watching lately? Um, I've been watching um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, the HBO. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about the Golden State Killer. That's good. Oh, nice. We started The Vow. Ooh, yeah, we're going to start that soon, too. Yeah, so that's good. HBO has so many good ones. The, yes. I think um, I re- recently watched uh, The Jinx again. Ooh, nice. Love that one. Yeah, anything where where people are, you know, murdered and... Um, <laughs> we, just watched, we just watched the two-part one about that girl who told her boyfriend to kill himself. Oh, yes. What? Yeah, she, yeah, she, te- she's texting with her boyfriend. They like barely met, and he's suicidal. And she's so yeah, you should you should kill yourself and like talks him through it the whole time. And so she's charged think? with murder basically because of that. Yeah, what's her opinion on that, Ken? You think she she should be responsible? I, no, I don't think she should be responsible, but I do think she needed help. Yes, but I don't think jail is the solution. I think like psychiatric help is. Also, have you seen um? the um oh god i think it's called the murder of lacey peterson on hulu the scott peterson case no. that's a good one if you have okay. seen that um but he just got uh he was supposed to have um be executed and that just got like removed or whatever so you can be in life in prison i don't know what that's called when it's revoked but um yeah that's another one where i'm like did he do it I, is he responsible i don't know <laughs> We don't, we just don't know. There's no physical evidence. So can you murder someone with no physical evidence? I don't think so. We'd love to hear Charlene's thoughts if she's listening. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> crazy right conspiracy series we can come up with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she, <laughs> I'm sure she's, uh, I'm sure she has thoughts. <laughs> Definitely got opinions. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Please write in over talking at gmail.com uh, with uh, any awesome theories you have about anything. Just want to hear them just in general let us know how you're doing yeah absolutely what's on your mind well julia thank you once again for joining us is there anything you want to plug at the end here oh yes there is actually i would love to plug real quick some um black comedians who have done the impossible and made me laugh over these last uh few months so the first one is uh pt jones cj i think you know yes from io um great very funny 
Uh, follow PT on Instagram, PT Jones. The O is a zero. Very funny TikToks. Um, the next one is Naomi Ekpergen, um, at Black Dress Comedy on Instagram. Watch her Corona Chronicles. Very, very funny. And finally, uh, Z-Way Fumoto at Z-Way-F on Instagram. She does this amazing Instagram live show um, that I think is on hiatus right now. But um, you can go back and watch on her Instagram where she interviews a bunch of people. It's a version of her show that was on YouTube called Baited. So very, very funny stuff. So check check those people out. Nice. Awesome. What's up, PT, if you're listening to this? I say hi. <laughs> yes shout out pt we love we love him yeah well thanks for having me guys fingers crossed that um this undid everything that happened yeah. um, it doesn't yeah. just like make it exponentially like even worse after this just doubles um, down yeah i'm hoping no i'm if, <laughs> if so i want to apologize in advance to everyone so i like that quote i'm hoping no i like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping no. yeah, exactly that's all we can hope for is yeah no, <laughs> but yeah, it was so nice to see you guys and talk to you. Thanks for having me. You as yeah, well. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. CJ. Oh, is it my turn to do the thing? Yeah. What do we have to plug? You can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Uh, email us like Charlene does on occasion at overtalkingpod at gmail.com or go to our website overtalkingpod.party. Uh, yep, that's it. And, oh no, they're here. Uh, the Overtalking Overlords have joined the Zoom call. They, for new listeners, are our ghastly otherworldly landlords who show up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you. If you like the show, please go on iTunes and rain, especially with you. Reason to help with find the podcast. Also, I spend no money on advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Please write a review. We're so lonely. We're so lonely. Yeah. That's we don't it. even get to see each other in person anymore. No, I know. I'm looking at a screen every week. I haven't seen you in person in months. Yeah. That's uh, so sad. You guys should at least meet up in a park or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, probably. And as we always say, you got floor of my lima beans. Yeah, <laughs> you got floor of my lima beans. Perfect. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. This week's guest was Julia Sullivan. Music by Justin Peters and logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. So what does that mean? We have to I don't redo know. everything? I guess so. Yeah, yeah we're just going to run it back. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to start again. <sighs> oh, boy. Yeah, I, I don't see. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right. We can do better. This is going to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs>